a very emotional day at various locations in our city and in our province. A little bit later on, what is going on at City Hall and a real vociferous response against the dismantling of bus shelters that has been proposed in Transcona. As we reported yesterday and continue to report today, the finding at Brady Landfill and the aftermath and dealing with that story. Let's begin with uh, what happened earlier today and continues to happen towards reconciliation in Portage La Prairie. Two guests join us now on 680 CJOB. Patricia Myron is uh, on the board of directors of the National Indigenous Residential School Museum. And Jennifer Wood is with us, a survivor of Portage La Prairie's Indian Residential School and she is the NCTR's Commemoration and Community Engagement Liaison Officer. I thank you both sincerely for joining us here this afternoon on 680 CJOB. Thank you. Jennifer, thank you. Jennifer Wood, what, what has today meant for you and, and others? What has that meant for you? Well, to see that the uh, provincial government is stepping up and reconciling historic things like it's a step in the right direction and as well i mean i like the fact that we are we will be the author of our own narrative to tell our own truth to tell our own legacy i mean far too long we've been you know made to feel like we're not believed that we're we're not telling the truth i mean there's a lot of evidence out there now with the vatican the head of the vatican you know admitting and apologizing and to me that's saying and admitting that there there were uh, atrocities of abuse across our nation in the residential schools so there's a lot going on with our our survivors across our nation so to see this taking place in Portage La Prairie is a little um, I don't know how I feel I feel good to see it at the same time I feel you know still sad for the survivors that are sitting there and witnessing and 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 having to be triggered all over again. Patricia Myron, from your perspective at the National Indigenous Residential School Museum today, the Premier of Manitoba said they're ready to distribute two and a half million dollars to various organizations as they continue to look for unmarked graves or commemorate ones that are found. But she's very care- careful to say this will be Indigenous-led. How key is that? Because to me, it's that's that is the key. Yes, it is. Um, um, excuse me, somebody just walked by here. Um, because, uh, for instance, in the Portage of Prairie Residential School, there were children from all over Manitoba that came to the school, and uh, there was Dakota and Ojibwe and Cree and Ouija Cree and Métis. And if we have a burial site here, for instance, we find burial sites here, we don't know where that child, where that child is, uh, originated from, um, because even though we may look at the, find the primary documents and find out how many children were buried here, let's say they were 30, then we we un, we uncover a, a site. We have to find a way to um, identify who this person's from, 
and and find out what and, and find out what the family would like to be done about the burial site. And we can do that. We have elders who are knowledgeable in in determining that. And could that look different for, for you know if it's a for example a Métis child as opposed to a Dakota child? Yes, it is. Our, our elders, uh, they they our elders. We do a lot of what they call naming ceremonies, and our elders can actually um, name a person, or it comes to them in a dream. Um, I'm not I'm not familiar with my with my culture to to speak to that because I am a residential school survivor. I went to residential school for the whole twelve years of my life. And I, so I, I, I have a very little knowledge of my culture and practices. I don't speak my language. And so I, de- I depend on the elders who are traditional to give me that information. And that's what I'm told. That was what I was told uh, while speaking to elders and traditional people. This is how they will identify somebody who's buried. Does that answer Jennifer, your question? It, it, it does. And, and Jennifer... You're not only a survivor, but you're at the National Center for Truth and Reconciliation. So you're not only going to be dealing with with survivors like yourself from Manitoba, but you will see how these things will happen in other provinces. Do you feel like Manitoba is is going down the correct path? Absolutely. I mean, this is what the survivors want. I mean, and it, it's a very carefully, um, you know, steps to take when you're looking at unmarked graves and missing children and it's going nationwide as you know I mean every other week or every other month we we see on the news that they're uncovering unmarked graves in other uh, provinces in our country so it's going to trigger a lot of people um, and I'm just very aware that um, you know the NCTR is doing its best I mean they hold they are the holder and keeper and stewards of all the records across our nation. And I know that there's been a lot of calls into the office and the staff is doing the best they can to try and retrieve and and trace down as much records as possible. A 24-7 support line is available for residential school survivors and their families. If indeed this conversation triggers it, the residential school survivor support line is one 866 925-4419. Jennifer Wood, what's next? Well, I guess what's next is, I mean, across our nation, our people are looking at ways of healing ourselves. I mean, we're anticipating, I mean, with the Pope coming to Canada, as you know, there's a lot of discussion across our land about his visit, the fact that you know, he's not coming to Winnipeg, and we were hoping that he would. And he strategically has chosen three uh, provinces. So there's a lot a lot of the next steps. I mean, we're, we're treading in very careful waters here. I mean, we have young children to consider. We have elders to consider across our land that are being triggered. I mean, with all the findings, it's galvanized our country. I mean, survivors are, um, you know, they're still dealing with the hurt. They're still dealing with a lot of trauma. Uh, Trauma is something that happens inside of you. And and our survivors are trying to find ways and means of 
of trying to heal themselves. So I'm really hoping that, you know, across our nation, that governments and CFS agencies and law enforcement and hospitals and teachers and doctors, I, I really hope that they, they start to look into what trauma is and how it's really affected and impacted our survivors. That's what I'm hoping going forward that, you know, this will bring together communities across Canada, nearby towns and and churches and and come together and, and, and help us go through this. And listen. And listen. And listen. Listen with your heart. Absolutely. Jennifer Wood, Patricia Myron, thank you both for uh, what you're doing and continue to do and for educating us. Thank you both. You're welcome. Thank you.